0: Whew. all right. Today has already been a day, a good day, just long, <laughs> which is weird because the holiday season feels like it's been coming up real fast, but you know, it's just like that this year. Hmm. So, today is going to be a full episode. I have a guest who hopefully will be a new friend. We we will be discussing the Disney plus marvel all the stuff that's coming to disney plus mm, sometime this year and then also a plethora of next year and the, probably like the next four years it seems is it the best gift ever it's what is it about 10 shows And looks like oh i haven't even counted these movies oh my goodness Whew. but if you have disney plus already it's a gift next year in march it's going out by a dollar so, I mean, get your subscriptions now. Let me get that password, too, because I ain't got it. <laughs> let's share. So, let's get into this episode. Hello.
1: Hello. How are you doing?
0: Good. How are you doing?
1: I'm good. I'm Nathan. Nice to meet you.
0: Hi, Nathan. I'm Jules. Nice to meet you.
1: I <laughs> sounding? Is my mic all right and everything?
0: Uh, yeah, you're sounding good. Sometimes um, okay, cool. there's a little bit of, um, what is it, like, interface... Um, like static, I guess. So mm-hmm. let me know if like you hear me drop in the middle of a sentence, and I'll try to let you know because that happens sometimes.
1: Okay, sure, no problem.
0: Cool, cool, cool. So Nathan, I'm gonna ask you a couple of
1: questions. Sure, go for it. You ready? Okay. I'm ready.
0: Nathan, how old are you?
1: I am 29.
0: Oh my god, me too. <laughs> I know I said that like I'm the most excited person about it.
1: Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, I'm kind of having like a midlife crisis about it because like I feel like I'm still like I don't know, twenty-ish, twenty, twenty-two, something like that. Like I don't feel like I should be almost thirty. Um, no. <laughs> so like every time I like I'm reminded that I that like, I'm 29, about to turn 30, I'm like, oh no, I can't really be that old. I'm I'm still in denial.
0: Right, and you know I try to like be really accepting about it, but then my mom's like. You're still like 25, right? I'm like, mom, no.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I (laughs) think that's just a parent thing.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and then I tell her that I'm like, I'm starting to see some gray hairs, and she's like, oh. (laughs) Mm
1: Hmm. No, I mean, yeah, I have, I have definitely have like the receding hairline going on already, and I'm just, I'm not ready for it. (laughs) Like, I was.
0: You gotta get some keeps. This episode sponsored. I am honestly
1: really consider like I've seen no I've seen the ads for it and like mm. I, I don't know I'm really thinking about it like I never thought I would go for any of those kind of like honestly any of those kind of ads or anything like that but I'm like uh, maybe I don't know because I've always, I've always had a really I've always had a really high forehead to begin with and now the hairline's starting to go back a little bit so I'm like mm. they say it's supposed to if you start early it's supposed to prevent it so like maybe I don't know I'm probably getting too weird about this now. no i was gonna do it before you're
0: 35 and then you can be like all right i'm on top of this you know
1: exactly exactly that was my thought process behind it
0: yeah and funny enough i was gonna ask if you're black because that's a thing like having a big forehead and then like not noticing if you have a receding hairline because no very often like you're um because i I, i'm mixed uh, but like very very noticeably black so like (laughs) i have a big forehead but also have like a um like um, what's it called? They call it a like a double arch where like I have an, a little eddy dip
1: in the Oh nose. yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about.
0: Yeah, so yeah, some people are no. like, "Oh, you're hair thinning?" I'm like, "No, those are just my baby hairs, and it just like it's <laughs> kind of thinning in the front, you know, because you do the most mm-hmm. with that, but the rest of it is incredibly thick." So <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> not at
1: all. No, no, I don't. I no, I'm I'm. Like super pale levels of white, but mm-hmm. uh, I just have really bad genetics. Like I think my dad lost his hair when he was like 22, so mm-hmm. I I knew it was only a matter of time till it <laughs> till it hits me.
0: Oh no, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I feel that because my mom, she's 60 now, but like when she was like, I want to say like 55, 56, her hair started like thinning very noticeably. But she mm-hmm. also still gets relaxers all the time. But then she also gets, like, jerry curls to make it curly. I'm like, Mom, I don't understand what you're trying to do here because you're, like, I you're doing, like, <laughs> the opposite of both things. But whatever. <laughs> so my hair is natural, and I feel like my scalp and everything else is so much better. Mm-hmm. So, but, yeah. But, I mean, <laughs> now this is turning into a conversation. But that's fine. <laughs> I, I, I don't mind, like, getting to know you.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a bad habit of mine. I always go off on random tangents.
0: No, me too. I put that in, like, um, pretty much a description of just about every episode. Like, <laughs> come enjoy the tangents that I'm going to go on. And uh, when I post my unedited uh, podcast, it's just, like, enjoy all these tangents. Because I cut some of them out for the for the Spotify, but normally it's just lots of tangents. But I don't mind that in my podcast, you know?
1: Nice. So, no, yeah. That's awesome.
0: So, yeah. Um. Okay, so you're my age. Does that mean mm-hmm. you kind of like grew up with Star Wars and the very few superhero movies that we got and then kind of grew into what is now the Marvel Cinematic Universe?
1: Uh, yeah, kind of, especially more so the superhero stuff, because that came out when I was a little older, like, or mm-hmm. when we were a little older, like, like, 12, 13-ish, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Um, Star Wars, um, so for it's weird for as nerdy as I am and everything, I... Um, I actually like. I have almost nothing in common with my parents. They're actually they're actually farmers. So like I grew up on a on a cow farm, and so like I I honestly almost feel like I I was like maybe if it wasn't for the fact that I look so much like my parents, I would think I was like switched in in the hospital or something when I was a baby and was born. Because like like I said, my parents are like these cliche farmer types. Like my dad is like hunting and fishing and football and and every like rednecky hillbilly thing you can think of. Mm Um, And they got me, who is this kid that likes video games and comic books and, and doesn't like going outside. Mm -hmm. And and they just had no idea what to do with me growing up. Like, Mm -hmm. I mean, to their credit, I think they tried their best, but like, I mean, they just, they were baffled by me. So like, as much as I liked all that stuff, like I didn't actually like. Cause like they, they just thought video games and stuff were were weird. So like, I didn't get my first game boy until I was like 13 or so I did or like, kind of like video game and stuff like I would watch like cartoons on TV and and everything but mm-hmm. like I didn't get a chance to really get like immersed in that kind of stuff until I got a little older and like started making friends that were all already into that kind of stuff so they could show me like hey check out this show it's really cool hey check out this movie uh things like that like I remember uh my first real exposure to Star Wars was like I I remember like all like episode one when it came out like it was all over everything like i remember there were like fast food toys and and just like action figures and stuff like that And i saw a lot of it and thought it was really cool looking but i had no idea like the context of it um Mm. the the first time I, i will never forget the first time i saw any star wars it was episode one and i was over at a friend's birthday party he had like a sleepover party um and it was, I mean, you know, so we were like, I don't remember the exact age. It was ballpark, like 12, 13, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and like all, it was like me and like probably 15 other kids or something. Mm-hmm. And so we'd been, <laughs> it, yeah, yeah. It was a big party. I mean, a typical like teenage boy party. The kid, the kid had, it was a birthday. He had a pool at his house and they had like a barbecue. And like mm-hmm. we ran all over the yard and ran, mm-hmm. played, played and was a crazy day you know typical like sugar high 13 year old what do you expect (laughs) Uh, yeah yeah, exactly exactly and so right about you know probably like i don't know i don't remember how late it was but like sometime like midnight or something some some time that seems like super late when you're when you're that young um all the other kids like they put on a movie we laid out sleeping bags in his living room um and they put on a movie and within like five minutes every other kid but me was asleep um, but that movie they put on was was Star Wars Episode One. it had like come out on DVD already by this point I'd never seen it before but I'd, I'd heard of Star Wars I'd, I remembered the hype whenever the movie had first come out of theater so I was really curious to see it and so I'll never forget sitting there all these other kids asleep around me me being the, the only one like completely entranced by the, the Star Wars movie and like I said I mean just, I mean, just falling in love with all of it immediately, like the, the, the Jedi, yeah. the space battles, and the droids, and the aliens, and, and everything about it. And then, then like, as soon as it was was over, I was like, okay, I saw it, I understand it now, and then I passed the right the heck out, because it was, like, 2 a.m. Yeah. by that point. And it was probably, like, the latest I'd ever stayed up when I was that young, like, but, like, just... Yeah. I don't know like it's just this like, like everyone always talks about like you know like, like people older than us talk about going to see Star Wars like the, the first Star Wars uh, in theaters like with their parents and stuff like that mm-hmm. and like that was kind of my moment for me was, was like I, I, and it, sounds, it sounds so random just to be at, like a, a friend's like birthday party sleepover type thing and, and just watching a movie which is such like a, a typical average thing to do but like, like so that was my gateway into Star Wars and I was just I was immediately sucked in
0: Wow. Yeah, so, <laughs> so that was like your first one. Did um. So do you feel like a really close attachment to like the, I guess the prequels is what they're called. Generally? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um. I mean, as I got older and everything, I, I mean, everyone rags on the prequels nowadays. That you know, yeah, the writing's not great. You know, there there might be there there's. They could be better movies. I, I will fully admit yeah. that and everything. Um, and and I mean, now that I'm older and and I've you know I've seen more movies of of varying genres and and series and and all sorts of franchises and stuff. Like I, I can definitely see those faults. Like I mm-hmm. I'm not going to bury my head in the sand and pretend they're not there. But like that doesn't mean I don't still enjoy them for what they are. Like
0: yeah, um, like being part of the story. They're still like very relevant. And overall, yeah. It, it, to me, it does add something to it because I mean, at the same time, I also grew up with it, mm-hmm. and but also, I think, but yeah, before I saw all of those, my mom had the original original trilogy on VHS, mm-hmm. like a box set with like mm-hmm. Darth Vader on the side, covering of <laughs> all like, in black and gold. Mm-hmm. It's really cool, and and like she would uh, watch that at least once a year,
2: mm-hmm. and
0: I was pretty into it. I was like, man, this is really cool. I was like, I kind of <laughs> want to be more. I don't know, and then they <laughs> come out, and she's like, "I like it, but like, I don't know," because she she feels kind of weird about prequels. So I'm like, "That I
1: understand that." Yeah, yeah, no, it, it all depends on. I mean, you can tell like what generation a person is from based on how they feel about the various like Star Wars movies and everything. That like again, like I said, my parents, they just like it wasn't like. It wasn't like I was, like, banned from seeing them or anything, but, like, my parents also just – they didn't go out of their way to, like, bring them to me either. Um, and yeah, it wasn't, like, I,
0: completely exposed to you.
1: Right. Like I said, I, I, I grew up in a super small town. Again, like, the super cliché, like, farm thing where, like, my high school mm-hmm. – my high school graduating class was super small. The the town mm-hmm. I grew up in was super small and everything. So like we didn't we didn't get a lot of like it was hard to get especially before, you know, the internet was really like well, first of all, we didn't get the internet in my house until I was like, yeah. I think 6, 15 16 something like that. I didn't yeah. get having an internet like not even like a dial-up internet connection, like anything mm-hmm. and like I said when I was like 16 it was still dial up and stuff so i mean it was it was super mm-hmm. slow and stuff um but like, so it was hard for me to to like i i knew what i liked about like all that kind of stuff but like it was hard for me to to find more access to it um that i remember watching like i said i watched episode 1 in, at the friend's house um and mm-hmm. episode 2 came out i was still I think I was, uh, yeah, I think we're still in middle school, like late middle school. um, When that one came out, we went to go see that one in theaters. Um, At some point around that time, like just randomly, uh, a new hope the, the the first one in the original trilogy came out was like was just airing on tv like i don't even remember like yeah. what like i was just flipping through channels and i remember being so excited about it because like I, I it took me a minute to even realize what it was when i was watching it and like i still remember even like i said it's, it's weird the things your your mind retains like mm-hmm. I have these totally random memories of like some things but i've totally mm-hmm. forgotten other things but like i remember the for mm-hmm. this this time i i, I watched it um and like I remember actually like during like a commercial break, like running into the other room where my mom was, and was like, "Hey, Mom, the really old Star Wars movie is on t v like I can see where where like this all started and everything and, and of course, she was just like, yeah that 's nice, whatever so like yeah. I, you know I watched that one and I mean, especially after watching like the 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 two like the first couple of movies in the in the prequel trilogy um and again, yeah. also being younger and stuff like I will admit like again, like then I, I go back and watch them and i I can appreciate them for what they are and everything but like I, I will fully admit that like my first viewing of of the original star Wars, I was kind of jaded about it honestly because it was so old like it didn't have any of the like, the, the nice effects, like, like the CGI, like you have in, in, like, episode one, two, and everything. Like, you know, the mm-hmm. acting's a little bit, like, campier, cheesier, like, kind of like that. Although, it's not like, you know, the acting is stellar in, in the prequels. But, again, I was, like, 13 <laughs> or 14 or something. So, I mean, not not the best judge. Um, no, so, you know, I, I, I liked it like and everything, but yeah yeah like i i liked it and everything but it, it's it didn't like it i it, at the time it didn't pull me in like it did you know like the the, the prequel trilogy i mean like again i i grew to, to like the more as as i got older and stuff yeah. um and then like i saw the this uh empire strikes back the the next one it again was at a, at a friend's house um just like you he he had the, the he had the trilogy on on vhs i think it was honestly it might have been the same like same kind of copy because i distinctly remember the like the darth vader on one of the vhs covers and everything okay. um so like we watched that one over at his house and everything um and actually i didn't see the third movie in the original trilogy um return of the jedi until literally the day before uh episode three came out um this was like later like i was in high school at this point. Um, mm-hmm um and my two like the the, like i'd finally by that point in high school i'd finally made some other friends that were also into this kind of stuff and everything um and so to celebrate episode three coming out like the day before we actually marathoned the other uh five movies at the time so we watched like one we watched four five and six and then one and two and then then the (laughs) next day like we we slept over at my house and then the next day um we went to go see go see episode three and i mean to give you an idea of how how small my town was like like there was a a tiny little like three screen movie theater in in my hometown but like we wanted to go see it like a good experience so we had to drive like the next closest theater was like an hour drive away or something like that but like we we all just piled it i I was at least i remember i was at least old enough to drive at this point um because i i'm pretty sure i think i don't know maybe my mom did drive us i can't even remember now but uh but yeah we all just piled in and and drove over to go see episode three but that was that was my first time actually seeing uh return at Jedi episode six um so but yeah that's that was my general experience with with the the, seeing all the the the, at least the first six movies for the first time nice Mm -hmm.
0: did you um so are you still like very much into Star Wars because weirdly enough like as much as I was into Star Wars as a kid like I even like um well I wasn't Darth Vader but I was definitely um like a Sith for Halloween <laughs> one year, that was, that was
2: cool.
0: but um, I'm not nearly as into the Star Wars stuff now because I've seen all the, all the up uh, like recent movies and everything, and I feel mm-hmm. like it's definitely not the same. And that's something that my mom commented on when we saw because we saw we've seen all of them in theaters, and mm-hmm. she's like, I understand what they're doing, trying to kind of retread on the like original trilogy
2: mm-hmm. and kind
0: of put, that, put those kinds of feelings into the new generation,
2: mm-hmm. but.
0: He was like, I don't know if they don't need to. I'm like, well, the thing is that kids want new flashy things. So Mm -hmm. even the ones that I grew up with seem like really old to kids nowadays.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, No, honestly, I would say right now I'm – I'd say I'm more into Star Wars right now um, than – frankly, honestly, than I I probably ever have been before in my life. Um, mm -hmm. Especially in the last – yeah exactly and that's that's what sparked it because I would say I I was definitely into it a lot in like high school like like middle school high school that that full timeline and everything um Mm -hmm. but then then after that like I'll fully admit I I definitely went into kind of like a lull for a while um because like I said there just wasn't any any new Star Wars content coming out so I mean like I know there were there were like probably there were some books and some comics and things like that but again me being in a really small town it's hard to track that kind of stuff down um you know pretty much the only stuff that, that that uh, that that was coming to me was you know any sort of like movies or things like that. Like I remember go like probably like at my point where I was like at the lowest interest of Star Wars. I I actually did go and see um, that that the animated Clone Wars movie uh, they released oh. to the theaters um, that like was supposed to kick off the the Clone Wars TV show. I remember watching that and, like, feeling really cynical, like, the first time I watched it, which, I mean, and again, it's, it's, it's not the, the, it's not, certainly not, like, the best Star Wars has to offer or anything. Like, it's not terrible, um, but, like, it's, it's, but I remember, like, watching that and feeling really cynical, Uh, and I remember, like, trying to watch the Clone Wars TV show, um, like, when it was actually coming out on TV, but... Um, like, I don't, I honestly don't remember why I fell off of it. Like, I don't know if it just kind of like didn't suck me in or anything like even even honestly, even on rewatches like like now whenever I've seen the uh, the whole series, and like, I, I know how much I like it and everything. i even I'll admit that first, maybe like the first season or so. It's, uh, it's a little slow to start. Um, yeah. But like like so I so I watched that first season of the Clone Wars like when it, weekly when it was coming out on TV and it just never hooked me in, so I kind of stopped watching it after that, um and mm-hmm. and that was definitely kind of like the the lowest point for me um like I just I, I mean it wasn't like I I hated Star Wars all of a sudden or anything but it just it just didn't hold my interest anymore just because there wasn't any new content for it, um yeah. and then and like so I I knew there were there were books and and comics and things like that but I mean they've been writing Star Wars books, um. You know since the 70s since the probably since the original at least the original trilogy came out and everything so it's this there was this huge yeah. universe and like i know a lot of people were super salty about this and, and really upset when it happened but for me personally honestly i think the best thing that happened to me like to make star wars more accessible for me was whenever disney bought star wars they actually said you know like even though there'd been these decades of of books and comics they said those books and comics are are no whenever the disney purchase happened those old books and comics are are no longer canon um like they don't like count to the story the only things that actually count to the star wars story are any of the the six movies the clone wars tv show and then any books and comics and stuff that are published from that point going forward um so all of a sudden you know like the daunting task of like reading every every star wars thing you know it it became a lot more doable like you know, instead of there being dozens and dozens of books, there was just a handful. And that was back in, I think, 20, I want to say 2014 was whenever that that happened. Yeah. And I mean, again, that was still when I was at a pretty low point as far as, mm-hmm. like, Star Wars interest goes. Like, I remember that happening. I remember people talking about it. And at the time, I just thought, oh, okay, that's weird, or that's, you know, that's that's interesting that they're doing that. But I didn't really think about that much more. Um, but then then the, the Force Awakens came out, and that definitely rekindled my interest. Um, like I said, because, I mean, once again, like, you, what, new content it, it, it you know it re, it reignited my interest in everything um and like i had picked up like I, I mean again i was i was interested in the the movie and everything i think at around that point i started trying to go back and like rewatch the clone wars show and stuff um the last jedi came out and um and especially like whenever you know that we were like two movies into a, a new trilogy um mm-hmm. Like I was, I was really starting to feel the the excitement more. So I started picking up a few more books and 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 reading a a couple of the books here and there and stuff to like learn more about some of the other characters and other side stories and stuff. Um, And -hmm. then it's it's kind of a cliche at this point, but just this earlier this year, whenever the quarantine started, like a lot of people, you know, they said, "Oh, well, now that I'm I'm you know at home a lot more, this is my chance to like catch up on a show or catch up on like the movie series or something like that." And earlier this Mm -hmm. year, I kind of set out. The personal goal for myself, I'm going to try to read through every canon, every canon thing of Star Wars that I can get my hands on. So, like all of the novels, all of the comics, and everything. And I mean, mm-hmm. I, I I was working from home a lot anyway, and actually, like everyone else, like whenever the the quarantine um, stuff started, like the lockdown stuff started, like i it seemed like everybody i followed on, on social media and stuff um like they all had like these this like oodles of time extra time a free time on their hands all of a sudden and i actually think i got mm-hmm. with my job i got busier um i won't go into too, mm-hmm. too many details um but i i, I work in mm-hmm. it um mm-hmm.
0: so oh, like, yeah you probably like you yeah. got be on top of everything, everything yes. on the internet
1: Why? right right so like everybody in my office like all these especially all these older people that you know were just used to going into the office and just turning on their computer every day now all of a sudden had to learn how to work from home and they might not have all their equipment set up at home or they might have to like actually like rem- get remote access to their their computers that are still in the office so yeah for like those first couple months of the quarantine I was so slammed at work all the time um, so I-, I certainly didn't get as much like reading progress and stuff done now as as I wanted to because um, I started tackling everything that came out in like in in universe timeline order um so like i started with all the stuff that happened like right before the prequel trilogy and the prequel tr- like stuff that was going on side by side and then all the clone war stuff and and everything like that um and right now i'm right at about the point of like the the original trilogy uh stuff um so i'm about like halfway through all of my reading lists and everything um i've still got i've still got some good things ahead of me I, i'm still looking forward to to reading and i haven't had a chance to dive into yet but like i've, I've certainly made a pretty good dent in in my list um so
0: yeah, yeah hopefully you can get
1: through
0: um through 20, 2021 yeah
1: yeah no i'm definitely gonna and i'm definitely gonna even if i don't complete it by like 2020 or like i i set out that goal to have but like i didn't put any kind of deadline on it i just want to keep going through and 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 really experiencing all this stuff and everything um because i mean and and it's interesting too because like like i found you know there's there's some books and and stuff that i've really enjoyed but then there's also been quite a few duds in there as well that i certainly wouldn't recommend mm-hmm. to anybody but even the, like even the 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 worst book like my least favorite books or anything like I still had a good time because like I learned a little bit more about those characters like I still mm. I was part of the universe and everything and it's and it's funny because like I've been more motivated to like read these books that, I like like, so, like there's been a couple that I didn't like but like I'm still motivated to finish them just because like I have my goal of trying to read every every Star Wars piece of media um, and like I'm way more motivated to like read this than I ever was to like read a, a book from like my high school English class or, or something like that um, but you know, like with all this stuff like I said and being so like, Constantly like having something new Star Wars to take in, it certainly made me excited. And now, you know, like I said, in addition to all these these older books that I've been going back and finding that have come out in the last few years, there's also so much new stuff coming out now and new stuff coming down the pipeline. That that like said, so, like I, I really think this is the the most into Star Wars I've ever been.
0: Wow. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe I can answer you for like. um Well, I mean, I have Wikipedia, <laughs> but I can definitely like. um like ask you about like which ones are the good ones to go through mm-hmm. and like which might not be as like plot relevant because it's it's weird, I like Star Wars, but the same way as like um I like attack on Titan because mm-hmm. I love that, and I'm reading the manga, and the one really the one thing that holds me up with it is the gore more than anything, mm-hmm. I, like I'll have weird nightmares yeah but I'm like oh, that's okay, and somehow i'm I'm still mostly following like the intrigue of the the politics and like who's at war with who and why mm-hmm. and i when i was younger i was like oh man i'm not i don't know if I'm that into star, star wars because there's so much war in politics mm-hmm. but it's still like really interesting so like what they have now with um was it the rise of skywalker mm-hmm. it's a weird because i was just like oh I, i'm not sure where this leads us, really, mm-hmm. it almost seems like we kind of came back to the same place, right but also weirder, <laughs> but not the best way. Yeah,
1: like I, and this, I'll fully admit, this is some uh, an opinion I stole from like a, a Star Wars podcast I listened to, but like they mm-hmm. they said it so well that, that like I think the best way to explain it is is to quote them. Um that I, i'll fully admit like i i love the force awakens i thought that was that was honestly mm-hmm. one of my my favorite star wars movies in a, and probably I, I don't know if it would, i would call it my number one but it's definitely high up on my list um yes, I thought it it's in with the last jedi that one honestly it, it got so divisive like so many people seem mm-hmm. to either love it absolutely love it or absolutely hate it and frankly I'm kind of in the middle like there's some stuff that I enjoyed oh, about yeah. it but there's also some stuff yeah. that I was like I think that's weird I wish they hadn't done that and and mm-hmm. the rise of skywalker uh, it's I don't know if and uh, I I don't know if if that I would call that one my least favorite star wars movie or anything but that one's honestly pretty low on my list um yeah. but but like, so the thing I got from this the, – this, the quote I got from this guy on YouTube is that like – and this is why I'm so glad that I've been doing this, this project of, of reading all these other books and comics and everything is like if you only watch the movies and a bad movie comes out, like that kind of ruins your whole experience or whatever. But because mm-hmm. I have all these other mm-hmm. Star Wars stories that I know about now, yeah, The Rise of Skywalker wasn't great but that's okay because I have this good book or this cool comic or, yeah. or this other cool, like short story or TV show or something like that. So yeah, even if this one is a dud, like the next one will be more interesting or like, so I, I you know, I have all these other great moments that, that like, when all you see is a trilogy of three movies and one or two of them is bad. I mean, that's, that's, you know, two, that's like 70% of your, your viewing experience you didn't like, but like, whenever i've now that i've opened myself up to this this wider star wars universe like the one bad movie is just a drop in the bucket and like yeah it sucks and and like it's 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 unfortunate that something that had so much hype and put into it and so much potential set up for it like yeah it is disappointing that it didn't work out the way we wanted it to or the way we hoped it would or anything like uh, i'll fully admit that but like like I don't have to get so like angry or so hateful, like like you see some people on the internet doing. I can just I yeah. can move on and be like, well, okay, well, what's next on my reading list? And and you know, and go yeah. on.
0: Yeah, it's really just like um, like one small like character or something that you're like, well, I can overlook this because I have all these other things around it to look forward to, or that I know are already good. Mm-hmm.
1: Exactly. So exactly. Mm-hmm. Well,
0: that sounds
1: cool. <laughs>
0: Yeah, actually, I need to rewatch – Um. Uh, yeah, I guess I kind of want to rewatch all of the last trilogy in order. Because, I mean, I watched it in order, mm-hmm. but the last one, I feel like it, it almost felt like it was maybe, like, two different movies. So I was just like mm-hmm. – I had, like, so many questions. Yeah, I mean, and that's like, that's I certainly
1: really – that, that was one of my biggest problems with the whole trilogy is, like I said, I, I love uh, Force Awakens. Um, mm-hmm. And it's it's hard to, to, to give an opinion About The Last Jedi Because it's the middle of a trilogy Like there was stuff in there mm-hmm. That like really Like whether I liked it or disliked it Really hinged Like they, they would set up something in you know movie 2 And like this is about all movie trilogies not just Star yeah. Wars But yeah. like if you set yeah. up something in movie 2 Like how you feel about it later Really depends on how that setup Pays off in movie 3 um, yeah, 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 And yeah. so like honestly like yeah because i i really didn't enjoy a lot of stuff in in movie in movie three of the new trilogy like it kind of soured me on some stuff because like now i i watch the last rewatch the last jedi and like i see some Mm -hmm. stuff they set up there and i'm like well they didn't do anything with that or they went in this totally other Mm -hmm. direction with this and yeah it's
0: like lots of things were just dropped you know like um did i miss something did i miss a part like what mm-hmm. you- right and like yeah but that's the thing like, um i'm sure i'm sure you've heard this in like your yeah. podcast or um youtube youtubers that you listen to uh where it's like and i know this about jj mm-hmm. abrams he's really good at setting up a story and like a mm-hmm. plot he doesn't know how
1: to yeah yeah, yeah that's that's and definitely it, and it, and it, a common joke that's that's gone around and no i mean speaking of directors like honestly like i mean not to like discredit their their hard work or anything but like i'm just not somebody that mm-hmm. like like some people get really excited about certain directors or like they'll say like they won't, it won't even matter what the movie is. They'll say, Oh, this person directed this movie. I have to go see that or, or, you know, like, or yeah. something or like the opposite. And, and I've kind of never really been like that. Like, I just want to see the content of the movie. Like, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter to me as I'm not like super loyal or, or invested in who the director is. As long as they put out a good movie, that that's all I really care about yeah. and everything. But like, but with the, with the star Wars trilogy, um, like that was one of the times that like the, the directors really like, like I, I was more aware of it than, than usual. I, I usually was when seeing a movie mm-hmm. um, because mm-hmm. like for, for, well, for, two reasons. One was because like, like so the, 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 uh, the Force Awakens was was directed by JJ J. Abrams. The, the second mm-hmm. one was uh, uh Ryan Johnson and then the third one was supposed to be uh I, I believe uh Colin Trevorrow, I think was his name, but then he ended up backing out of mm-hmm. the project and JJ J. Abrams took over the third one. And there's so mm-hmm. much stuff in the in in the Rise of Skywalker that feels like JJ J. Abrams looked at the last Jedi and said, I don't like what you did with that. So here I'm going to take my movie and like, make it a point to undo like what you just did. Like it felt like two directors fighting each other. And I mean, I don't Mm -hmm. really know whose fault that is. Like, I I don't know if I should blame like JJ Abrams for, for, you know, for, for wanting to do that. Or if I should blame like Disney Lucasfilm, whoever, for not having a, a more solid plan out of the gate um
0: yeah just have more cooperation overall right. with, if you're gonna have multiple directors like mm-hmm. that like just
1: and like get right, right. <laughs> and my other problem with with J.J. Abrams is that like it's very it wasn't so bad in The Force Awakens because that was the beginning of a new trilogy you were kind of starting over fresh so like you could go in any direction that you wanted to um uh, so like it's not yeah. so noticeable but like by the time you get to the third movie like said so, like between each of these movies um there's all this extra media coming out, comics and books and, and everything like that um, and and, mm-hmm. and like the, the cool thing about Star Wars is that all these things are canon, like so they all count the story it's yeah. not like oh, that's just a book, it doesn't really matter like they they all actually count. Um, and there's actually, mm-hmm. there's a full department at Lucasfilm. I think they're called like, like they call themselves like the Lucasfilm story group or, or something like that. And their whole job, it's like this group of like, I don't, I don't know exactly like three or four people, I think. Um, and their whole point oh, okay. is, the whole reason this group exists in the company is they, they read over or, or watch or, or view or whatever, any new thing that comes out and they basically proofread it. Mm-hmm. Um, and they say, okay, does this, mm-hmm. does this conflict against anything that's already in Canon? Does this like Like you know, do we have to pick a different character? Does this make sense for this point in the timeline? Like they inspect all this stuff, and -hmm. then also like they're there as a resource. Like like if if a a, an author is writing a new Star Wars book and they say, hey, I need I need the name of like an alien race that I can I can use like in this sort of situation, or like I need the name of a bounty hunter that would Mm -hmm. have been in this part of the galaxy during this time, or something. Like Mm -hmm. they have all these like Mm -hmm. they're there as as a resource or whatever. Um. yeah, mostly like people get the continuity. Right, exactly. That's their whole job is to basically they're like keepers of the Star Wars book, basically. Um mm-hmm. and it was like JJ Abrams like just walked into a room and said, This is the movie I'm going to make. It doesn't matter what you guys think. This is my plan. I'm going mm-hmm. ahead with it. Um and there were so many things that like conflicted stuff. And like and uh, like mm-hmm. and, and nobody else, or not I shouldn't say nobody else, but like most average movie goers wouldn't notice this or even care or anything like that but like for me who i've been who has been more become more invested in like the books and comics um like and to see these almost like contradictions it's it's very Mm -hmm. it's very kind of frustrating because like i know those people are there like Mm -hmm. they could easily like he could easily have tapped them as a resource but he clearly didn't like the one of the most um flagrant Mm -hmm. examples i always uh like whenever i'm telling people about this and stuff i always go to um is in the rise of skywalker there's the scene um,
0: if you're listening to this and you haven't seen Rise of Skywalker, spoilers for the scene in Rise oh, of Skywalker. Yeah. Sorry, okay, no,
1: go it's, ahead. It's, it's not a huge plot spoiler or anything. <laughs> Don't worry. I'm not going like, to talk about the, the mm-hmm. grand ending, but it is, I guess, a, a very minor thing. Um, that whenever Poe is is on, I, I forget the name of the planet, but he meets, uh, it's like the, the kind of snowy city planet, and he meets his old friend, mm-hmm. uh, Zori Bliss. Um Zori and, and, mm-hmm. and Poe are talking about their past, and Zori mentions that Poe was a spice runner, which in the Star Wars universe is basically like a drug mm-hmm. smuggler. And, of course, like, Finn is there with him. And he's mm-hmm. like, what, man? You were, a, you were a spice runner? Why didn't you tell us about his, this checkered past you had kind of thing? Uh, and mm-hmm. me watching that was all of a sudden very confused because I've read some of the comics about Poe's backstory pre-sequel mm-hmm. trilogy, and that all talks about all of his time – in in the Republic Navy like when he was like like he he joined the the Republic like to be in in their like army he he joined to be a fighter pilot like that's what he's like set out to do when he was like a teenager or something like or like very young Mm -hmm. so I'm like I've seen Poe's backstory he wasn't a spice runner he was he was this he was a a pilot he was a navy pilot he was always like on the side of the law and everything so now you're you're telling me that like like it like that that's such like a weird contradiction and like and i mean credit to the the star wars you know group and everything they did a great job i don't want to say they like backpedaled or like i'm sure they already had the idea for this book and everything right after anyway but like it's it did seem really convenient that right after the rise of Skywalker came out, that a new book centered on Poe came out that went like even farther mm. back into his past that learns. Oh yeah. When he was a younger teenager, he was a spice runner right before he joined the Imperial Navy. So like what story says, um. and then also the Poe Dameron comic series, those both still count. They're just in different points of the timeline and like, like I said, I, mm-hmm. I, I'm sure that and like it makes sense. Like it definitely works. It explains everything nicely. So like I appreciate them doing that and everything. But like it, it almost feels yeah. like a like they were rushing to like cover up. Well, well, well. JJ went off. He went off script and made him say this. So now we have to like <laughs> piece it all back together and everything. And that that's yeah
0: yeah like where's, the tape? where's exactly. the tape we gotta fix this exactly. and i mean yeah. that, that's like
1: definitely one of the more <laughs> egregious examples um there, there's like a few other nitpicks mm-hmm. i can make here and there and everything but like that's always one of the biggest ones and like that's like just a prime example that like said so jj just kind of went in and made the movie he wanted to regardless of whether it made sense yeah. uh you know for for past movies like compared to stuff that happened in the last jedi um you know it, mm-hmm. whether it happened in the comic like clearly he, he's never picked up a. I don't want to say a, any star wars comics but clearly he hasn't picked up like very if if any very many or like read it many of the star wars novels or anything like that and i'm, and I'm not saying like it's a requirement like if you want to direct a star wars movie you have to be able to answer like i'm not trying to like gatekeep and say like you have to have read x <laughs> number of novels and x number of comics and, like i'm not trying to be that but mm-hmm. like if you're going to direct a movie, I would at least appreciate if you're familiar with the subject matter. And like like, and and that's why I mentioned that point earlier about like the Star Wars story group is that he didn't have to be that expert because he had experts that he could turn to and he did. And yeah. the, like and that shows in the movie and that's that's always been a been, definitely been a sore spot for me.
0: Oh yeah, I would feel the same way honestly because I think I did just learn about them. And I'm like, oh, man, they must have had a hell of a time just like a head going through like different scripts and trying to fix things mm-hmm. and whatnot. And and I feel like not so much that it's just on the director, but definitely on the writers. But if JJ is going to or any director really is just going to be like putting their foot down and being like, oh, yeah, you wrote all this. Cool. It looks great. We're not going to use any of it then there's
1: only so much that any writer can do. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. That like I said, between like I said, between it fighting against all the stuff that was set up in in The Last Jedi. Like it fought against the stuff in The Last Jedi so hard. Between that and like I said, just just JJ Abrams doing his own thing. Like all that stuff, it just it just made the the movie just just miss so badly for me. Like I it it wasn't what I wanted at all. Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. And yeah, definitely. And see, that's another reason why I need to like watch it because I felt like was there was like was it was it was this the same friend that like he made a look at at the end of the movie? Oh, I feel yeah, like I totally yeah, like it, missed that it, entire it, yeah. Movie. It's the
1: friend. Um, you don't even see most of her face for the whole movie. Um, is she's in the, like the purple like yeah. leather suit with like the the gold helmet and gold like shoulder pads and stuff. Um yeah, yeah no like i it. mean it's really cool like I said, it, it, there was a lot of a potential for like that character and everything too but they just they didn't really go anywhere with it so um, yeah the one mm-hmm. that he makes like the like at the like the very end when they're celebrating the the fall of the the empire for like the fourth time or whatever mm-hmm. and he like yeah,
0: like he sees like yeah. other people, other
1: people mm-hmm. celebrating, and and like some other people like kissing and stuff like that. And he looks at her, and he's like, "Should we kiss?" And she's like, "No." Mm-hmm. He's like, "Oh, okay, sure." That, that's yeah. yeah, that's the person you're talking about. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. That, that was that was really funny. And I was like, "Oh, I missed something." I'm like, "There wasn't a whole lot between them." Not like, oh, yeah, okay. I mean,
1: yeah." That like, there, no, there was just nothing, nothing set up there or anything. That like, we were just. Like I I honestly, I mean, I I, I try to be a really positive person. Like I I like Star Wars, I I, I enjoy it. So I mean, even the stuff that I don't like, I'm not going to sit there and like criticize it to 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 to, you know no end, or I don't want to like nitpick and and Mm -hmm. pull it apart, detail by detail. Like with anything, Mm -hmm. any movie, any book, any anything, you can sit there and say, oh well, here's a plot hole, here's a problem, whatever. Um, But I mean, part of Mm -hmm. being a fan. To me, at least, is is just enjoying the stuff that you say you like so much, and I'm not saying you have to admit everything's perfect. Like I said, like I fully admit that I don't like the Rise of Skywalker, and I could honestly sit here all night and just talk about just that movie and like the problems I had with it with you. But like I said, I mean, like I said, I you know, I I try not to be so so negative because like I I was saying, you know, Star Wars is this great, incredible thing that you know that, that has so many high points in it. So like. You know why 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 sweat the the negative stuff why be upset like i will never understand i and you know Mm -hmm. i know the people online they're kind of like the vocal minority it always seems they're so loud it seems like there's a lot more of them than there actually are but i will never understand why Mm -hmm. some people online and i mean i'm sure it's like this with any fandom or or anything like that but like like i just why Mm -hmm. why do you have to get online and just do nothing but like like hate on it like there's there there's a a saying that a lot of people joke about but it's so true that like nobody hates star wars more than star wars fans
0: yes yes that's a big thing but that's that that can be a an, mm-hmm. like a lot of fandoms like i'm i was just thinking about this i have to like i don't know if i if i want to make a video or podcast or just both about how much i love um i love good mm-hmm. fans, you know but i can't be in a fandom cuz If you're in a fandom long enough, you're going to be exposed Mm -hmm. to something toxic and just lots of complaints and just finding everything Mm -hmm. wrong with something that someone claims to love. Mm -hmm. And it's really strange. And I'm just like, that's a little too much. And yeah, I try to be very positive overall. I can definitely find faults and things and be like, well, that's fine because nothing's perfect. And if that's trying to represent something in realism, even if it's in a fantasy world, it's Mm -hmm. still good to me because nothing exactly you ever, you exactly
1: <laughs> no that i just i will. One of those, oh sorry yeah i, I was what? gonna say that like i'll never understand the people online that just get on there and just just spit so much hate like like if you don't like it that's fine yeah. that like <laughs> just just like i like i said there's things i don't like but i i see that i was like oh, i don't really like that and then i move on with my life like why do i have to tear down yeah
0: right these people don't have, like, any – they don't have anything else better to do with their mm-hmm. time, I guess. Like, they don't want to learn something <laughs> on Skillshare, which is also today's sponsor. I'm kidding. I'm not
1: sponsoring Skillshare. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just watched too much YouTube. No, it's cool because I, I – I, <laughs> I was about to compliment you. I was like, that's, that's a really great ad segue. And, no, I, I watch a lot of YouTube, too. So I'm like, oh, this is this is a great time for an ad break and everything.
0: But this uh, episode in my show is sponsored by me. Myself and my bakery that I work at because <laughs> they feed me. So, <laughs> so yeah. Um, that reminds me of um, well, really of like mm-hmm. so many fandoms. Like um, I mm-hmm. I love Steven Universe and the fandom can be so intense. And like the stands, like stand Twitter on um, like this and that is just so deep and intense. I'm like, what what mm-hmm. else do you do in your life? Do you eat food? Do you like do you like rest or do you just like Comment on every single person's positive take on something that you mm-hmm. claim to love. Like let people enjoy things, you know. Mm-hmm. Just
1: no, I, just ab- absolutely. No, just- and like, <laughs> and I don't know. Maybe I'm maybe I'm different than, than a lot of people in the way that like like you know you mentioned being a part of different fandoms and stuff, and and that's that's the same way I am too. That like I I have a, a lot of like like there's like there's a, a huge array of fandoms that I'm in, and I, I can go down and list them and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but like there are so many people that, like, they are just into the one thing. And honestly, I I think I'm the exception to the rule because, like, so many people, like, like, that are into Star Wars... Are just into Star Wars, and yeah, they might like watch like say like Marvel movies also and everything, but they don't obsess about the Marvel movies to the mm-hmm. same level that they they obsess about Star Wars. Or you know, like say like you mentioned like Steven yeah. Universe, like they might be a fan of Steven Universe, but like they're maybe not a fan of like a lot of other shows that like they didn't mm-hmm. I- identify quite as strongly Steven Universe with or, or something like that. Or like if you're into like a certain video game, or yeah, like you yeah. mentioned Attack on Titan, or like you know, or like maybe they're just mm-hmm. just anime fans in general, but they watch a lot of anime, but don't watch other movies like like star wars or marvel movies or 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 anything else like like they're all very yes. like centralized and so like i think they, they tie so much of that to mm-hmm. their like singular identity um but like for me i like i feel like i'm almost oh, like yeah. a jack of all trades of fandoms because i I, I love Star like Wars him. but I love the Marvel movies just as much mm-hmm. um, you know I love I like I really love mm-hmm. Steven Universe I love you know I love a bunch of other like American mm-hmm. cartoons and, and like Western cartoons but I also really mm-hmm. do enjoy anime and, and mm-hmm. I love manga even more I, I, I you know I still read a ton of manga mm-hmm. um, but in addition to like reading and watching manga like I also play a lot of video games so like I'm, I'm a fan of, of like all these different video mm-hmm. games that I that I like to play and everything and, and again just like I was saying like with the Star Wars thing if there's a bad Star Wars movie movie you know like i, I it's it's cool because i've got these other good star wars things it's it's almost the same thing that like the if if there's a bad a bad thing like a bad fandom or something like that then i, I can almost kind of walk away from that and just say okay well you know maybe that's not for me but i've got i've got this other stuff over here and and like you said because of a lot of the, the issues with like some some toxic fa- toxic fandoms and stuff um that I almost like I, I enjoy the, the thing, like whether it's a show or a game or a movie or whatever, but like that's as deep as I go. Like mm-hmm. I don't, like I might really enjoy the show, but I'm not going to like go online and like talk about it or anything just because I'm already aware of of how bad the fandom is or something. Like I think this is a pretty cliche.
2: Yeah, I, I think this is a pretty cliche it.
1: example by this point because um, it came out a few years ago now, but <clears throat> excuse me. Um, mm-hmm. I, like the video game Undertale. Um. Yeah, like I didn't oh even play it yeah. for a year, like or like I, I don't remember exactly when it came out, but like mm-hmm. at least a good couple of years, I didn't even touch the thing because the fandom was so bad.
0: Mm-hmm. But like after you know,
1: like like. I'm sorry. Go okay, ahead. Yeah, I, um, but yeah, like I just like I didn't even touch it because the fandom was so bad it put me off the game. Um. But you know, finally mm-hmm. after a couple like two or three years. Of actually hearing people whose like opinions I agreed with, like like video game YouTubers and stuff, even them saying, like, yeah, Undertale is one of my mm-hmm, favorite games. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, you know, I think I'll give it a try, at least see what it's all about. And it does seem like the actual gameplay seems like something I might enjoy. So I played Undertale and I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. And and it is definitely is one of my like, I wouldn't say mm-hmm. it's it's like top five or anything, but it's 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 high up there on the list of 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 my favorite games. Um I really enjoyed it and everything, but, like, even though I enjoyed it, I'm still not going to go online and talk about it, like I said, because I know what the fandom is like, and I don't feel like participating in that. So just the fact that I played the game and enjoyed it, like, Mm -hmm. that's enough for me. Like, I don't have to add on more to that. Like, I don't have to make it part of more of my life. Like, I can just enjoy the thing and move on. Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And yeah, oh, something really, really. Um need actually uh, yeah, here
1: we go. Sorry, I thought I had forgotten it, but here it is right here. <laughs> yeah.
0: Stay hydrated. Make sure you drink some water. Something else I'm gonna talk about on well, I feel like I'm gonna talk about on every episode of my podcast <laughs> for like the rest of <laughs> the winter, honestly. Is um people gotta stay hydrated. Have like a bottle of water, <laughs> be it big or small, refill it. And something that I recommend is like to get this app. <laughs> it was not sponsored by me in any way like not by me. uh plant nanny it's really cute because you like it's like i'm sure you've probably seen these ads on like instagram or facebook like oh make sure you drink some water and then you can like get this cute plant check it out link in my bio mm-hmm. whatever But <laughs> it is actually a really cute um app where like every time you drink water you feed this plant and it kind of like guilts you in a certain way like <laughs> like if you don't drink water Next time you go into the app, you're going to see this cute <laughs> plant dying. And you're like, oh my God, <laughs> I haven't had any water in how long? And yeah, it, it's it's really motivating, honestly, because I recognize when I don't have enough water in a day and I'm like, man, I only had like maybe four cups of water today. And I'll go and like, look at this little plant. Died. And I'm like, I'm <laughs> no, so I'm sorry. usually pretty good
1: about drinking water throughout the day. Um, I just, I, I've been talking so much here, here uh, with you and everything that it is starting to like dry. And normally like whenever I, I, I um, you know, if I'm, if I know I'm going to be doing this for a while or something, I'll try to remember to grab a bottle of water. But uh, like, like I mentioned before, actually I, I completely lost track of time before we started this. So I, I kind of like, as soon as I saw your email, like, Hey, I'm ready to start whenever you are. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Oh no, I totally forgot. So I like rushed to jump on my computer as soon as I could. Like I, <laughs> <laughs> so I forgot to grab a, a bottle of water to keep by me, but I, I still had one sitting over here from, uh, from yesterday. So I, I just had a good, like, room temperature bottle of water.
0: <laughs> okay, great. Yeah, like, room temperature water is better for you to, to drink than cold water, unless you're trying to, like, boost your metabolism, because that's what cold water does, really, like, wakes you up. But it's easier for your body to See, take in and ingest. That's funny. I didn't. Room I didn't know that because I actually know.
1: Like, I generally do prefer room like mm-hmm. room temperature water. Like I'll just leave bottles of water out on the counter. Like mm-hmm. just you know, whenever I get like a the, the six pack or whatever of them. Um, and I'll just leave them out, and like so. Like mm-hmm. whenever people come over, I'm like, "Hey, you want a bottle of water or anything?" They're like, "Oh, yeah." And I'll hand it to them. They're like, "Oh, you don't have cold water?" Like, and they look at me like I'm the weird one. But so like it, it's cool that I, I didn't know that before. Yeah. So now I can I can throw that little fun fact in their face. Actually, I'm I'm drinking better water for you. You know, so uh, this, this is really ideal. Yeah.
2: I've always had, I've always had
1: really like like sensitive teeth. Like <laughs> I like sensitive stuff. So like that's another thing. Yeah, like that's why it's, that's part of different. the reason why I like the the room temperature. Uh, Water and stuff because like I I don't have to deal with like my my teeth hurting and everything.
0: Yeah, see, and that's another thing though. I get not to say that people have been like brainwashed (laughs) by like media and ads to always have ice cold water, but most people seem that Mm -hmm. feel like it's more refreshing. Like I can say that in the case of soda, I don't drink soda because Mm -hmm. it's not very refreshing to me, and while it tastes good, Mm -hmm. I can feel the sugar on my teeth. So as much as I love sweets and sugar
2: mm-hmm.
0: I I will have juice and I will have like a mostly water but like mixed with a little bit of juice or like um like aloe juice or
2: mm-hmm.
0: um like lemon <laughs> or um like cucumber and that's really good or even like um like little flavor
1: mm-hmm.
0: like water enhancers I guess but soda is not for me i mean i used to i i I fully admit
1: like i'm pretty good about Mm -hmm. drinking water but i'm i'm just as bad or i was just as bad about drinking soda like i would i would i i hit them I, i was like the cliche gamer who like hit the mountain dew hard um but actually just yeah. until just about six Goodness. months or so ago i i was i was hitting the soda and then like it was one of those things i always knew I was like i should i should try to dial back on the soda and everything but like, i never really found motivation or anything and then about six mm-hmm. months ago i actually i actually caught covid um and and like i don't know if you like, oh no yeah it, it, i mean it sucked it was, it was definitely awful and everything um but like like one of the things that it, that it, like the the weird like after effects like even after i was i was completely you know over it fever gone down and everything um i even now like 6 months later mm-hmm. i still think my ta- my sense of taste isn't quite back to where it used to be like not that it's like less like i can still taste mm-hmm. things but like things taste different to me now than than what they did before. And not like a huge Um. difference. It's not like it's like night and day or anything like that. But like certain things now just kind of have like maybe like a weird aftertaste to them or something. Um and and one of those things is soda. Like like I used to like I used to drink a Mountain Dew. Like like also, you know, some people wake up out of bed in the morning and they they'll they'll get a coffee like as soon as they get out of bed for like the caffeine and everything. I didn't drink coffee in the morning. I would roll out of bed and I would grab a can of Mountain Dew for the caffeine. And like especially like first thing in the morning when you wake up and your mouth is kind of dry from sleeping or something like that. Like I remember waking up in that first hit of Mountain mm-hmm. Dew in the morning. It was like nectar of the gods almost to me. Um, and it was—it tasted so good and everything. And now I will go and grab a can of Mountain Dew still sometimes like just out of habit. And I'll and I'll just be like, like yeah, it's good. And it still tastes like Mountain Dew. But I mean, like I, it just doesn't hit the same basically like – it Like it has this weird aftertaste <laughs> <You know? laughs> to it and it's just not as satisfying to me anymore. And so honestly, like that's been a good like motivator lately for me to kind of like help kick the soda habit because like, it, I mean, I, whenever it doesn't taste as good as it used to, I just don't want it as badly anymore. Yeah,
0: that's that's <laughs> definitely a big thing because I know. Um... Oh, also if I sound oh, different, okay. that's different. I definitely noticed right now, the change but... there. I
1: was like, did you change mics? <laughs>
0: <laughs> no. Uh, freaking! I was gonna say, oh, when I was in what was it? I think it was middle school. No, it was um early early elementary school. Uh, we had like this health PSA come by, and he told us that uh Mountain Dew and Coca Cola both used to have caffeine in it and mm-hmm. not caffeine uh cocaine. And the amount of caffeine in a Mountain Dew that you drink, like over the course of a week, like if you have one every single mm-hmm. day over the course of a week is so mm-hmm. intense and bad for your body that you can go into um like if you quit cold turkey, you essentially go mm-hmm. into um withdrawal and your body's trying to like recompensate mm-hmm. for that energy for all that sugar and that sugar' is so bad for you and it can like cause kidney failure and I just was it on I'm trying to think if it was on reddit or if it was on um <laughs> maybe it was Instagram maybe it was i don't remember, but someone was telling me how. Not telling me but saying how they know someone. Oh, it actually was one of my old coworkers because she was like, I love water and I can't understand how people don't drink water, mm-hmm. like at least a little bit. But one of her new coworkers is going through kidney failure because all she drinks is Mountain Dew and no mm-hmm. water whatsoever. <laughs> and I'm like, Oh my god, what? And like and she doesn't understand why she's having kidney failure <laughs> and I'm sure in the comments, someone was like, Well, does
1: she drink? And it's like, She drinks alcohol and no, I mean, yeah, like, I don't know, but like, I know you were saying, like, in the beginning there, it's funny you mentioned the, I I don't think, honestly, I don't think the Mountain Dew having cocaine in it is true because it's like a totally different company. Like, Mountain Dew is like a Pepsi thing. Um, but I can't.
0: Yeah, so there probably wasn't an intentional. Yeah, sugar, but I can't like, actually verify
1: the whole Coke. I mean, that's where the name comes from, Coca Cola. Like, I mean, this was like way, way back in like mm-hmm. the twenties, like nineteen twenty, whatever. Um, no, like in the very beginning, yeah. like, and I mean, you've you probably seen like memes and stuff like with like old timey, like nineteen twenties, eighteen hundreds medicine yeah. bottles that had like cocaine and heroin and all this other crazy stuff in it. No, like in the very beginning, yeah. um uh Coca-Cola had yeah actually did have cocaine in it until they realized oh hey um coca- uh, cocaine's not really that good for you so let's take it out of soda um yeah like mm-hmm. was in and that actually was in like makeup. if, if you like, like stop me if I go on too far of a tangent here um but it's a crazy story and I don't really get to tell it that often <laughs> anymore um but okay, and nobody oh, believes me. me when I say this because it's it's a totally weird claim to make. But I I, I I I promise you it's true. Um the reason I know this so much about the Coke history okay. history of Coca Cola is actually like my I actually forget how many greats are in there. I think it's great 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 grandfather actually was involved mm-hmm. in the creation of Coke, Coca Cola. Um like there, that, if you go to Atlanta, Georgia, um, which is where like the Coke, the Coca-Cola company was founded, there's actually a Coke museum. Um, and like, so like you can see my last name mm-hmm. up there and a lot of the like the exhibits and everything. It's it's completely bizarre and, and surreal for me to go there. Um, he wasn't the guy that like mm-hmm. invented the the original recipe, but he was the guy that like when they said, oh, hey, there's cocaine in this, that's bad. He was the one that kind of like made the recipe that like didn't have Coke and like really started to like market it and everything. Um, I, I actually, like, I remember in like eighth grade, okay. we did this, this family, like history report, uh, like everybody had to do and, you know, like talk about like notable members from their, their history and, and stuff like that, like on their like family tree. And, mm-hmm. and like I, I did, I did pick this, this relative. Cause like, I thought that was a cool thing that like my great, great, great grandfather invented Coca-Cola. Mm-hmm. Um, and like said, nobody believed me. Cause like the yeah, first like question I always get asked every time, is well if you're if you're great blah 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 invented Coke then why aren't you like super rich from like the Coca Cola fortune or whatever? And it's actually because whenever it got to my I believe it's great grandfather I I should know the history better. Um, he actually sold the rights and everything <laughs> to the company. Um, like he just completely sold it off to like completely. Yep. And I mean they made a lot of money off of that because like even even back then you know in like the 19 I don't I don't even know like 50s something like that
0: yeah like really to mid 1900s um, but that was yeah so he sold it thing. off
1: and so like i mean they made a, b- a bunch of money off of it and everything but like i mean I- i've seen like pictures like my gr- my grandmother um on that side of the family lived in this like huge mansion of a house and like my dad talks about even when he was growing up his family had like butlers and, and everything it was crazy mm-hmm. um but like even like but like no. so many of my you know past family they basically spent what what money they made from selling the the Coca-Cola like company and formula and everything by the time it got to my generation that they'd are like mm-hmm. the people that, like in my family that came before me had already blown all that money so i don't even like all i get is like the cool like like it makes for cool <laughs> trivia at parties i'm like hey i'm related to the guy that invented co- or like founded the Coca-Cola mm-hmm. company like it's a cool thing to say um but like I said I, that's about all i get out of it nowadays <laughs>
0: Oh yeah, yeah. It'd be like that. That's like um, uh, mm-hmm. like the trickle down economics. Yes, and how much no, that that's exactly trickle that down my family.
1: <laughs> is a perfect example of why that doesn't work because like i said like i mean it 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 didn't trickle down Mm -hmm. they 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 blew it all in one go because they wanted to be chauffeured around atlanta and and everything they wanted to have butlers and and private chefs and and wait staff and so then nothing was (laughs) worked.
0: yeah yeah and like Mm -hmm. being rich can be temporary but having wealth and generational Mm -hmm. wealth is a very different thing you know so, yeah, mm-hmm. that, that can happen very easily with family, <laughs> unfortunately. Uh, thing, me a tonight, but you know, what? I, don't, I don't know if I'm ever gonna get that. Back. I just own a house now; it's fine. So, um, uh, speaking of uh, what was it? Undertale. That reminds me of well, even like, um, like Coca-Cola mm-hmm. and Mountain Dew and just like soda and things like that. When I was younger, when I stopped drinking soda, mm-hmm. I think it was um about like middle school, because I found I like. Like I was going to um like fast food restaurants all the time with my friends and I was a <laughs> cheerleader in middle school and I didn't like it very much, but they were like well, you can eat snacks and drink all this soda, you're going to get fat. And I'm like, well, I'm working out all the time. My metabolism mm-hmm. like shot up in middle school, mm-hmm. especially because I started eating breakfast, which is really good for me. So I was like, cool. Yeah, everyone have <laughs> breakfast like best meal of the day. But, and now I'm, like, I'm like, I love breakfast. I love breakfast oh my food. Goodness. I
1: still don't eat breakfast though. <laughs> I will eat breakfast me. food at like <laughs> midnight, but I just, I still don't eat whenever I, like whenever I wake up, like I, I'll have something to drink or something because I'm thirsty. But like, I have this weird like stomach acidity, like almost like heartburny feeling like every time when I wake up that like I don't even get hungry until I've been mm-hmm. awake. And it doesn't even matter. Like I thought it was like maybe something in my diet or something, but like I even tried like watching what I ate, like, you know, hours before i went to bed and everything the night before but like no matter what i always wake up kind of like like almost like queasy Mm -hmm. feeling so like i can never even eat breakfast until i've been awake for at least like an hour or so
0: Mm yeah my mom's kind of like that but for her she can drink like coffee Mm -hmm. and water but then like she doesn't want to have breakfast unless i'm around or like someone else really wants breakfast she'll Mm -hmm. like have a little bit she never finishes it um and i yeah, and like I have a similar, or I used to have a similar thing, but now like because my metabolism is so fast, I will wake up hungry, and if I don't eat within an hour, I mm-hmm. will feel very queasy and get like a a headache, you know. So I think it was like when I was seventeen, I was diagnosed with um, what is it? Um, uh, I don't I don't know if it's yeah, actually yeah. acid reflux, but it's something similar. So I have to take um, mm. omeprazole for my stomach, for my acid, and then it comes comes back occasionally if I'm mm-hmm. like off of off of it for too long or like have done not so great things to my body, I guess. So yeah, I totally understand what that is about. Because I, I also love breakfast. <laughs> and I will definitely eat it at midnight. You know what? <laughs> maybe I'll have maybe I'll have like I saw mm-hmm. this breakfast recipe and I wanted to make it this morning. But I didn't like breakfast have time Breakfast for dinner is a maybe great thing to have. Because I still really, really it. <laughs> Yes it is. Uh I'm having lunch or I'm having breakfast for lunch tomorrow because my boss is making um strata oh, cool which is essentially like a breakfast casserole <laughs> and it's so good it's things. oh my goodness we, that sounds good yeah we, we, we've deviated pretty far like from our original um, topic
1: of star wars <laughs> now
0: <laughs> yeah right um but no um going back to like undertale and even like soda when i was that age people would always tell me like oh you're just trying it to be like edgy and cool or like different from everyone else mm-hmm. i'm like no i literally do not like soda for, like i think like, it makes me gassy and like it mm-hmm. makes me burp and like it's not refreshing to me and that was like one of the first <laughs> times i heard the term hipster and i was like what And i was like how is that being hip that doesn't make any sense i just don't like it like i'd rather have a high c or like some juice or something and, like that mm-hmm. make me like juvenile or something but and my mom was like no that's fine it's good. it's better for your teeth and like your body to not drink it so like don't let these people tell you that you need to drink soda or whatever that's dumb but um, but I do feel mm-hmm. like I had that aversion to things that are really popular that you just get like overloaded with people telling you how great it is and like all this, even like contrary stuff like people loving it to an extreme mm-hmm. and also people hating it to an extreme and then all this mm-hmm. infighting essentially and you're just like, why is this? I don't want to be involved in any of this
2: mm-hmm. because
0: of this fandom, you know. And people will definitely call you a hipster for it, but it's just like I, I would rather just be a, like and. I would rather just be not involved but then if you do get into it because like Mm -hmm. I did eventually get into Undertale I haven't played Mm -hmm. it but I've seen like like, playthroughs and like Mm -hmm. like stuff about the lore and everything because I watch a lot of game theory Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't play yeah no I mean that's like just like like I was saying with
1: Star Wars I mean if you like a thing you like a thing like um you know, you you don't have to like that's that's mm-hmm. one of the other things that, you know, that's really infuriating about some fandoms is like, like there's not like a test you have to pass to to like a thing. Um uh, Like, for example, like like you just like mm-hmm. we were saying with like the lore and everything. I really like the lore of, of the game Overwatch. Um I saw the game come out and I was like, these character designs are mm-hmm. really cool. They have some interesting backstories. I watched a lot of videos of the lore and the history of those characters. I really like them. I do not like the game Overwatch mm-hmm. itself. I, like the actual gameplay like i'm not i'm not a competitive gamer Same. like all the games i play are mm-hmm. single player so like mm-hmm. the multiplayer doesn't in- engage me at yeah. all i don't really like first person games that much like there's some exceptions there are a few there are a few first person mm-hmm. games that i enjoy but but for the most part anything in first person i'm i'm not I, I don't really find the be like, that's not like my favorite style of game. So like those things like working together just made me, I, mm-hmm. I, I just don't care about overwatch, but like if a new overwatch, like comic comes out, I'll definitely still read right. it. Like, so I'll still watch videos talking about like lore and backstories of, of these characters and everything. I have a, a full a shelf of like overwatch pop figures of like some characters I really like, but like, but like, I don't think that makes me less of an overwatch fan just because I don't actually like the game itself like if they ever made if they ever made a, a Overwatch game with like a single right. player campaign mm-hmm. I would be all over it like I'd probably still play on easy. Mm-hmm. yeah
0: with like an actual campaign with like an actual story and not just like you know guard the payload and that's it I'm like no mm-hmm. no no there's so much going on with these characters mm-hmm. and like how they all intertwine and everything mm-hmm. because I'm, I'm the exact same way with Overwatch and I'm like I want I want the story I want backstory because it's just a bunch of characters thrown together fighting each other, even though they're essentially like mm-hmm. half of them are on the same faction, and then like they're not. And it doesn't make any sense to me. I'm just like, it, it would like, like taking mm-hmm. it like in terms of like Tekken or more combat, right. that makes more sense mm-hmm. to me because there's a story mode. So a game not having a story right. mode is just like, what? what are we mm-hmm. doing here no What's, and like like it's, say it's, if, if, if you know they ever
1: if like i know they're they're working on overwatch 2 and i haven't been like following it super closely and everything so like maybe this is a thing maybe it is and i honestly don't know but like if overwatch 2 has a has a single player campaign mm-hmm. or like even like just like a couple like short story missions for each of the characters or something like i'll probably play that and, and you know go through that and enjoy that and everything but like, i'll probably still because it's first person i'll probably still play it on on mm-hmm. easy or something like and that's like another like gatekeeping thing i see a lot especially like in the like in the video game community is that like it's weird. Um. Yeah, like it's weird how like, get good people, how high people get set on like what difficulty you're like. You're, you're, you you're know, if you don't play on the hardest difficulty, you're not experiencing. Like, no. I will fully admit, I'll play on like, you know, I, I generally try to like start a off a game on like normal difficulty, but like I, I have no shame about like, and I used to be way, like especially like, when I was mm-hmm. in high school, you know, you, you care more about like what people think about you and everything, but but now I'm, mm-hmm. I'm just I'm, I'm over that. Like, so like yeah. I, I want to play a game just because I enjoy it. So I mean, very frequently, yeah, you like I I usually try to start out normal but you know it's not uncommon for me halfway through to like crank it down to, to easy or something just because like if I'm liking a game I want to I want to enjoy it and I want to you know experience the full story and everything I don't want to have to be bothered with like having to practice my reactions against the same boss a hundred times before yeah. before I can beat him I want to you know I want to beat this boss move on and right. see the next part of the story and like Yeah, I I don't want it to be like easy, where like I press a single button and immediate victory or anything. But like,
0: right, because it's like Right, so you know, I want I want some level of interaction
1: there and everything. But um, but like you know, like like whether you play on on hard or easy or whatever. Again, like like I was just saying before that like. You don't have to beat a game on the hardest difficulty to be a fan of it. You can you can play on easy. You can play on like like some games even yeah. have what they actually call a story mode where it is almost is like one button push win gameplay. But I mean if, if that's what you're into more power to you like um like for example like like um uh, yeah. one of my favorite games is uh, that came out recently or not really even recently now but uh Persona 5. Um I love that game. I I've, I haven't played all the games yeah. in the series. I did Great. play four and and really enjoyed it. So I was excited whenever five came out. Um, but like my first playthrough of five took me mm-hmm. I think like a hundred and twenty hours. Like and that was on that was on like I think normal difficulty. Um, mm-hmm. so you know I did a little bit of like grinding uh, for like levels mm-hmm. in the in the dungeons and stuff like that. But I didn't have to do a ton. Um, but. But like I, 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 know that's a huge time sink, and I was very lucky in it that I had the, I was able to set aside the time to be able to play it and everything. Um, but I mean, I was trying to recommend it to my friends, and I told them I was like, "Hey, it's a long game, or whatever." And they're like, "Yeah, I, that sounds cool. That sounds fun." Um, but I was like, "I don't know if I have, you know, 120 hours to sink into one video game right now or anything." And I'm like, "Well, that's fine," because like, what my the reason I love Persona 5 so much is is the story and the characters and everything. That I mean, the gameplay is definitely fun. It's it's a fun like you know if you, if you like mm-hmm. any sort of like turn based RPG type combat like. i I highly recommend it it's a great game um and it's definitely a fun aspect of it but like if you're afraid okay. of of you know committing that much time, then like I said, knock it knock it down. Like they have an easy mode, they have a story difficulty level where like I said, you can just run breeze mm-hmm. through the dungeons and not have to worry about what level you are, what equipment you have, how much money or, or whatever you you've grinded for, what levels you're mm-hmm. at or anything. You can just play through and enjoy the story. And like I mean, I, I haven't watched a playthrough or, or really like you know paid attention, but I I'd be willing to bet good money that playing on those difficulties will definitely knock the play time down a bit. Mm-hmm. So. Like uh, I mean, it's still going to be a long game, just because it is a very long, yeah. drawn out story. But I mean, it's a really good story. So, like, if if you're you know if if your hesitation of, of like if if there's a game that you think you might like, but you're you're you know you're afraid of it of just even starting it because of like like what like how difficult it is or like how, how much it is, like then then that is the perfect reason to put it down to um to to like a lower difficulty or something like um to like to go back to our original topic of star wars another yeah. game that i played recently or like uh about a year or so ago was uh the uh the star wars uh, jedi fallen order um came out recently and that's what you know like mm-hmm. it's not it's certainly not as difficult as like what people talk about like like dark souls or bloodborne or, or, or something like that if you've you've heard that but like it's very clearly like yeah. the gameplay is very clearly inspired by dark souls like the way you you move and swing your sword and stuff like that and it has like a a a hard difficulty a very hard difficulty Mm -hmm. and everything um but i mean that that's another perfect example Mm -hmm. that i was playing through and i was playing through on normal and i certainly wasn't like i wasn't like you know like i was dying a fair amount like i'll just say it like, it wasn't like it wasn't like I was like slamming my head against the mm-hmm. wall like oh I'll never beat this boss or whatever. But I would I, you know I would fight an enemy and, and I'd die here, die there, and everything. But but again like I was I was loving the story of it like for a video game characters were like surprisingly engaging and had mm-hmm. actually a, a really a story that i was really interested in seeing and that was what i was getting the most out of the gameplay i mean it was cool to be a mm-hmm. jedi and swing an my lightsaber around and, and beat up stormtroopers and everything like that was cool but that wasn't like the best part the best part was the story so like that time i fully admit i i just i knocked it down to to the story level like which is like easier than easy and i, I was killing stormtroopers mm-hmm. with one lightsaber swing mm-hmm. i was killing the bosses with like three or four hits like but like mm-hmm. it did
0: that, it, and it, i feel it, like that also just like exactly so cool. what i'm saying in some ways like you know like yeah down. it's
1: it's probably mm-hmm. satisfying for the people that get a lot out of like those dark souls type games where it is super challenging and you learn like the bosses every moves and and tells and emotions like i'm sure it is satisfying to overcome that mm-hmm. but like i said like for playing as a Jedi. Yeah. Yeah, like you, you kind of like want the power fantasy of, of being a Jedi. So it's like to like go and like, take all these guys down so easily and like slice through them so quickly. Like <laughs> th- honestly, that made it more that made the game more fun to me playing on easy than I think it ever would have been if I'd been playing on normal or hard or, or whatever their nightmare level difficulty is. <laughs> oh
0: my goodness, nightmare level. Mm-hmm. Like, that sounds like just death walking <laughs> exactly and I don't want to be part of it if I'm being honest All right, so that's gonna be part one of mm, part one of two for this part of the conversation, <laughs> but overall, I think it's gonna be part one of six because I'm gonna have to break this down into about three episodes. Nathan and I ended up talking for a very long time about a lot of things, and we did eventually get to all the new things coming to Disney Plus and the Marvel movies and Star Wars shows and movies as well, but we definitely did a lot of covering of our history with Star Wars and superhero movies coming up since we're the same age, so our experiences are similar, but they still vary. So overall, yeah, we did a little bit of Depth diving. <laughs> if you want to listen to the full, full unedited version of this, which is about two hours, <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> you can head over to Patreon.com/LavishJewels, and you know, take your time listening to that. I try to break this down into listenable chunks that are more accessible for people. So, look forward to the rest of this. It'll be coming out actually the day day after Christmas because I'm going to keep trying to push the rest of this out because honestly it was a great conversation overall and it inspired me to try to have more conversations like this with more people that either I know or I don't know things like this are like having these interviews and conversations makes it easier to you know make friends across the miles. (laughs) So to everyone out there listening, thank you so much. Everyone out there thinking about starting a podcast. Now's the time, you know, and keep working on something that you don't know if you love it yet. Because (laughs) the process of me doing this took mm, a little over two years now, because recording not just myself, like on video, but just my voice was a difficult task for me and now i'm liking it much more so it just takes time so yeah hope you all stay tuned for the next one check me out on instagram at looking lavish jewels looking underscore lavish underscore jewels and you have a very nice holiday stay sparkly friends bye